Hello, and welcome to the Billowing Hilltop podcast. Yes, this is Dan, not Mike. La, 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 la. What are you doing? Stop it. Okay, I'm really sorry, everybody, but uh, something seems to have happened to the guys, so I'm just going to go and sort this out. Please go onto your podcast app of choice, Stitcher, right. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and rate or review us, please. What? In the meantime, what? please sit back and, and enjoy... Yes, I know. Uh, uh, sit back and enjoy episode 35 walking in the lair good evening everybody evening evening uh, good tonight. evening howdy we have uh lucas and dan and graham and paul are all here hello hello hello, hello. and we have no johnny no no not that we'll notice instead we're going to have to do something about uncle buggy can we do the random thing? Yeah, well, uh, give us your idea about random uncle. I think I think that it's not a new idea, but anything he does is decided randomly with the dice. So we come up with a, a quick list, and we roll a dice, and that's what he does. Yeah, I think that sounds reasonable. And um, what, 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 give us the list. Uh, the list is not on a d6. One to five, attack the monsters. <laughs> so one is rage plus charge attack nearest foe. Two is investigate right. something nearby regardless of attack or opportunity. Three is run away regardless of attack. Paul, what are you doing? What? Why would you do that? What? Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. It'd be quite funny. Oh, so uh, one to five is attack something nearby. Attack the nearest monster. Attack the nearest monster. I think something much funnier would be you roll to see who decides what he's going to do. That's a great idea. And clearly, I could be on the list, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why not? Oh, yeah. yeah. Fine. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, sold. Well, every time we hit, uh, every time we hit Bugger off, Uncle Buggy's turn, we'll make a roll to see who <laughs> controls Uncle Buggy. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. The other thing. Oh, sorry. Just in the um, dip into the mailbag, Paul. Um, oh, yes. I know you like it. Oh, we've got a. We've You're got so a sexist, Mike. Yeah, we got mail. Why is it a male bag? Why can't it be a female bag or just a you know a neutral bag? Well, I mean, yeah, okay, a pronoun. Isn't it an inbox? That's something else, uh, Graham. The, um... <laughs> God. <laughs> I don't think male bags have inboxes, do they? <laughs> um, the the we had a we had a uh, a message uh, through our through a medium. Yeah, we had a web, we had a message through a medium. I no, we had a message through our website. Hi, neat post. There is a problem with your website and Internet Explorer. Would test that a this a circumflex euro circumflex uh. euro sign pipe. I.e., still is the market leader, and a huge portion of people will miss your great writing due to problem. So thanks for that. <laughs> thanks for writing in. Um, thanks for uh, thanks for listening to the show. There is another one. There is another. Oh, have we? Uh, what? Okay. Good day. I am trying to find. I'm ashamed to ask about it. This is porn with old MILF. Big, <laughs> big ass Latina MILF. Nice casting model video. It's just. Cracking. Are you sure you were reading an email then, Paul? Or... Yeah, no, 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 it's an email. <laughs> Whose inbox was that? <laughs> you just, weren't you just going over the random list of bug raft actions again? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just looking through his browser history. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Now, um, where we left things, we are at the lair of the Twisted 
branch tribe of lizard folk. Uh, our heroes are on the trail of some captive even star troops, three soldiers and a battle mage. The battle mage Marzena, who is a friend and contact of Hestestapod. And Hesty Testapod believes that she has got information about the uh, rise of undead in the Cairn Hills and infestations of greed worms and uh, the dread name Kios, a name from the past. Anyway, she was captured from a keep called Blackwall Keep on the edge of the Mistmarsh by the lizard folk. And our heroes have gone after her on her trail and have effectively sort of um, staged a home invasion on um, the lizard folk there. Now, things got a little complicated when King Charles II, leader of the Lizard Folk, stomped out of his lair to confront our heroes, whilst <laughs> another one of the Lizard Folk, Hillary, made a more clandestine approach and attracted the attention of Sessions Eper. And Hillary has taken Sessions through a secret underswamp passage into the lair where they have laid out an offer, which effectively is that they believe that the tribe is destined for misfortune under the leadership of King Charles II, uh, that they would like to sue for peace with the authorities of Evenstar, and that they will return the captives if they, our heroes can topple King Charles II from his throne. I think that kind of sums it up pretty well. Where we left things, King Charles II himself, plus a horrible green, wormy, undead, infected lizard folk were engaged in a frantic melee with Cuthbert, Burple and Bugraft Uncle Buggy Flange outside the entrance of the lair. During the meanwhile, Parker and Sessions are with Hillary deep in the lair, having entered through a secret uh, passageway. Hillary has said that the first order of business is to confront the fiercely loyal Josh, one of King Charles's lieutenants, because he is the custodian of two of the captives. Hillary has the other two. The two captives that Hillary has custody of include Marzana, the battle mage. Uh, last pieces of information Hillary's lair, Hillary's base, um, Josh and his uh, assistant Dido are to one side. To the other side, it looks like there's an empty throne room, probably occupied most of the time by King Charles. But there's also some side passages, and one heads off. It looks like it heads down and almost out of the lair. And from there, there are some signs of agitation. And you infer from Hillary's earlier comments that the whole tribe, including Hillary, are worried about the fate of the tribe's eggs. And that seems to be the cause of some distress. And we pick things up with Parker, whose turn it is. Right. And Paul will have an argument about your status as a dead yeah. safe person when, when we, we get around to you in yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. Okay, Sorry. so yeah. what, question one, would yeah, oh it be God. possible for you to place on the map... <laughs> fig question one, <laughs> I prepared a form, actually, if you could to fill in... in multiple parts. Yeah. yeah. And... Uh, yes, no, sorry, one. can you put... Um, the figures of Marsena and also her colleague or whoever this is on the map so we can get an idea about where they're actually lying. I the north wall. I most certainly can mark them in for you. Yes, let me do and that then, now. And um, then I will move back over to Hillary very quietly. Yeah. And um, first thing I'd like to know from Hillary is... Um, whether they know a good way for us to get back to our colleagues first. 
so that we can make sure that we're all together because I'm not entirely sure whether attacking um what was the name of the um Josh Josh in the other room Josh. well done great well done Graham um that's obviously going to be a bit of a tall order for just Sessions and myself. Alternatively, we could revive Martena, and she would possibly be able to fight with us against Josh. Well, there Josh. is a, a piece of information I omitted from my um, summary. Yeah. Uh, is that Marzena's jaw has been broken. Right. Have you got any heels left, Graham? You're not sure that the story gods <laughs> will allow uh, that. Yeah, you do. I mean, it looks like an injury that has to heal over time. You don't know if it's going to be made. But I don't know. There's no. There's no. Anyway, the point being that her jaw has been broken, so she would certainly need. To, well, I mean, she's currently seemingly unconscious. Yes. So possibly, if her jaw's been broken as well, on naught hit points. <clears throat> So what does Hillary think about us trying to get back to our colleagues to finish that bit and then come back and finish Josh off? You whisper that question. Hillary says, um, well, now, um, the problem, um, what is your name? Sorry. Parker. Uh, the, the, prob <laughs> the problem, Parker, is that currently the, the main number of our tribes still remain loyal to King Charles. So navigating our way through the lair with strangers would be very, very dangerous. Probably the safest way to return to your comrades would be to exit the uh, lair through my secret uh, passage and then uh, circumnavigate the lair outside in the swamp. Hmm, okay. Just for remind us, how long did it take us to circumnavigate yeah. the lair in the swamp? Six, seven rounds. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, six, seven rounds sounds about right. I mean, I can probably get back there quicker if I don't go across the top. Yeah. Because I can move, I can probably get back in three rounds, maybe. You're welcome to run through our, our lair to return to the entranceway. I can even give you directions. I just worry that you will encounter others of our number who will, uh, who will oppose you. Okay, I can be back at the other guys. It's going to take it's going to take four rounds. It'll be one round to get out and three rounds to go around the outside. That's move, move. My worry is, we, if we engage Josh now, that's going to be. I mean, if you're if you're concerned about um, confronting Josh, then the secret will be to keep very very quiet so as not to reveal our whereabouts. Well, yeah. I, we are whispering this. Yes, yes, I know. Well, I am. You seem to be speaking very loudly and, and enumerating your questions through a series of what seem to be <laughs> something like PowerPoint slides. Okay, I'm going to whisper the rest of the time. <laughs> Parker's voice is, that's what Parker's voice sounds like. That is a revelation. 35 episodes in, and we've just learned that Parker sounds a bit like that when he has a bit of a... <laughs> oh, that is going to come up. Oh, that'll polish up nicely, sir. <laughs> oh, as bright as a shiny new button. Oh, we shall have a Christmas after all. <laughs> That's an excellent revelation. I think this has added immensely to the enjoyment of them. Okay, well, we'll pick that up later. You've, you know, you're a hostage to fortune now, Lucas. Right. Okay, that I, I think is a, a good, quick conversation between Parker and Hillary about the sitch. Let's move on. Uh, we're going to roll a D6 a or a D4. 10. We're going to roll a d10. 1, 2 is me. 3, 4 is Graham. 5, 6 is Dan. 7, 8 is Lucas. 9, 10 is Paul. 10, 
getting a tent. Paul, what does Uncle Bugraft <laughs> do in his turn? Graham, I want a bit of democracy in this. <laughs> what do you no think? No point Graham? rolling randomly to see who controls him, and then ever... no, I, no, that, it'll be my decision. Right. But I just, I'm just fielding advice. I think the king is quite wounded, if I remember. I think the king is quite. Is he raging? I don't have his character sheet. King Charles is looking extremely dicey. I think he is raging. The uh, th- yes, he will be raging. The green worm zombie, on the hand, on the other hand, is looking um, fresh as a daisy. Fresh as a daisy. But I think um, it's about reducing the guns. I think Bugraft is raging. I'd like to attack the king, please. Although actually, just thinking about it. No, it's all right. It's, it's not going to work. You know, okay. it could be really funny because he could actually. What well, I really want. Imagine if we rolled Lucas as the person to make this decision. God, be here all week. Right. <laughs> Oi. <laughs> question A. Question. Part one. Just one more thing. Just <laughs> one more thing. Four. Two. Question. The first part. Of the aforementioned third part of the question. <laughs> Bugruff doesn't have any healing on him, does he? Hasn't Bugruff dipped into cleric? He has. Yeah, he's got. Of course he's dipped into cleric, it's Johnny. Maybe Bugraff should just dedicate his time to looking after Cuthbert. Cuthbert, what, what's your death save situation? Uh, I haven't made any. I went down to zero in the last round of the last session. Okay. So So we're okay for a round. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think Bugraft is, is going to attack the king, actually. Okay. Well uh, off you whilst go. raging. Yeah, at seven. And, and he does two D six plus four damage. I mean even I know that and I haven't got the character sheet. Oh, look at that. Well, that he rolls never. a 20. Wow, wow, Natural wow. 20. Ooh, now you've got a decision to make with somebody else's character, which makes it much more fun. Yeah. Would you like to... You can either double the damage, so that is 46. I think I'm go- I think I just to play safe, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to double, da- double the damage. Okay, go for it. Yeah. And we roll 19 points of damage. Okay, yeah. Uh, you, um, Are there any... Bug uh, rafts. Uh, what is plus four with? plus... Two, I think. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. King Charles II has reached his end. He has a great sword. Well, he's got a yeah, terrific sword, and it has slunked into the side of King Charles II, who just topples, staggers, and dies at uh, Uncle Buggy's feet. Is that it for Uncle Buggy? Or step back. Uncle Buggy does can step back. Won't he? Won't he um, get an attack of opportunity from? Scaly, green, undead. He might. He may well Which do. is what you're hoping for. He steps back. Well, when he does so, yes, so this this creature takes a last swipe at him, as it were. This um, green worm infested worm thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. It, it slams at him. Uh, and I roll a 14. I hit armor class 20. Hits. Okay. Um, Uncle Buggy takes... Uh, it takes five points of bludgeoning damage. You think he has uh, resistance to everything, if I remember. Okay, so he takes last. two points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, and there's a worm on him. Ooh, sorry, Johnny. Sorry, Johnny. Dan told me to do it. It's all Dan's fault. There's a worm on him. And I think we've done, we're done with Uncle Buggy. Let's move on to Burple. Help you, well, that timing really sucks that there's a bloody worm on him. I don't know what you want me to, to do about that. I don't know what to do now. Look after look after Bugraft. Don't worry about Cuthbert, if you can. What is the deal with these things? Can you can I try and scrape it off? You reckon so? You you think you'd, you'd have a chance? Yeah. It's had, a, it's had an attack of opportunity. The worm you have to, you have to save, don't you? 
Um, you're not sure. I had one before. Yeah. Um, you think we'll you had you? Uh, so far as you recall from your fight with the with the um, it's basically infected, a rock grub. There was yeah that you fought an infected bugbear in the woods when you were on the yeah. trail of those gems. And it did transfer a worm to Cuthbert, if I recall correctly, all that time That's ago. Right. And Cuthbert, given his action, was able to scrape it off. Saved. Yeah, I saved. Um, I, there wasn't a saving throw involved. No? Not that I recall, no. The problem... No, okay, I can't so the, remember. Here's the situation. I could move away and scrape the thing off Bugraft. Yep. But then it can just move in and attack again. Um, or I can move away, do the lemon's heart, and we deal with the worm inside the hut. But if it's once you scrape it off, what happens to it? I can't remember there being it. any any kind of you squish, you squish it. it beneath your yeah. boot. That that might not be a bad idea, Dan. We're sure it doesn't. It's not going to burrow through the sole. It didn't come up last you time. Squish it with. It didn't, no, it didn't come up. It didn't come no. up. I think you yeah, were in the in the forest. Cuthbert scraped it off his arm, and that was the last you saw of it. Yeah, and then we left. Yeah, exactly. Whereas here, yeah. we're proposing to sort of camp. Yeah. The whole point of this thing was to to sort of create an imperishable shield, sort of um, for respite. I think from this. Thing. I think you'll be able to manage with it. I think you'll be able to scrape it off and stamp on it. Is it? Is it? Fucking worm, or just hit it with a hit it with one of your musical instruments. Hit it with a spanner. Do you think I scrape it off, or do you think I do the lemon's heart? Do the uh... yeah. I mean, Bugraft is going to get an action before this worm. worm does. But the problem is, we haven't right. yet rolled who's going to be controlling him. It could be me. <laughs> that mm. I reckon. Okay, oh, our choice two. I reckon you do lemon, the lemon's heart. I've only got one. That's it. Yeah, but if you do the lemon's heart and the three of us are inside it, we can deal with the situation without anything coming at us. If you don't do it, the thing will come at us and stop us doing it anyway. Oh, I suddenly, it's, it's just dawned upon me. If you do the lemon's heart now with Bugraft and Cuthbert in there with you, you're in there yes. with a worm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, it becomes lemon's tiny prison of horror. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it doesn't actually. It doesn't actually because if you're in it, you can leave it. I, I can. I have to stay in it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Bugraft can easily just step outside of it. I mean, so what's left I'm of going Bugraft, to move yeah. to yeah. What's left of Bugraft? So I'm going to move to there, yeah. and I'm going to do the lemony hut. Okay. And this citrus one is going to be a lovely, uh, yeah, a lovely citrus color. Citrus color. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to do the lemony hut. Um, what is that? A 15 foot radius thingy? 10 foot radius. It's ten mobile dome of force springs to an existence around and above you and remains stationary for the duration. The spell ends if you leave its area. Ten foot radius. Yeah. Okay. So you cast Lemon's tiny hut. Uh, so you yes. you dart away from this creature. It's drawn on the attack of opportunity already as well, or its attack of opportunity has been drawn already. Uh, for the benefit of the readers, can you just give us a quick um, tour through that spell? Oh, it um it is a dome of force that means they it can't they can't get in it's opaque it's sort of inside it's a sort of shelter um so it lasts for eight hours and you can just sit in there the atmosphere inside is lovely and comfortable and dry you can see out you can move out um and back in again if you were in it when it was cast got it um, but otherwise yeah love it otherwise fantastic no okay so 
you're protected. And we move on to session. We move back to the uh, little den of Hillary, the spirit leader, and Sessions Eper. Right. Hmm. Tricky. What's the illumination in the chamber that we're in like? Dim. There's a little bit of uh, light from a from a, the embers of a fire over to one side of the chamber. And the two... Um, uh, there are some dim firelight issuing from the chamber to your east, which is where you believe Josh to be. And there is some dim firelight issuing from the chamber to your northwest, going in the other direction, which you think must be the throne room of... Uh, King Charles, dead King Charles. But there were some weird noises coming from the northwest as well, weren't there? So there was, well, before you get to that throne chamber, as you look out of Hillary's chamber, there is a crossroads. Uh, there's no sound coming from the right hand um, branch. That just seems to, you don't know, but from the left hand branch, there are sounds of some kind of agitation, but no light. I'm wondering how easy it would be to cross this opening to go and see how these two uh, figures are doing. Without being seen. Mm. Uh, if I went to the far side of the pond, would it be a bit easier? Uh, the further you are away from any potential observers, the easier it becomes. Okay. Uh, the light is dim enough for it to be a disadvantage mm. perception check to spot you. Passive perception check, presumably. Well, yes. I mean, well, yeah, yes, absolutely. Mm. And then the the other factor is that, to your knowledge, lizard folk don't have dark vision. They might like to. Hence they might the live in dim lighting, but they don't have uh, any, so far as you know, any any power to see in the dark, particularly. Okay, I'm going to skirt round the pool. Yes. To the far side from where I think Josh and Dido are. I understand, yep. And then I'm going to have a quick peer to if I can see any sign of them looking in my general direction. And then I'm going to run across to um, to here. Got it. Scurrying as quietly as I can. Which one, by the way, do I think is... Um... Well, so um, Marzana, you Marzana. think, is, is lying prostrate parallel with the wall. And then uh, there's a... This one. The, yeah, uh... Yeah, so that's the one I'm moving up towards. Okay, and then there's another one that looks like a standard uh, guard or soldier who's lying a little bit further out into the chamber. Okay, can you give me a stealth check then? A stealth check? You're making a stealth check. Since I'm using passive perception, you're making a stealth check at advantage. Oh, okay. Um, Right. Uh, That's a 20. Nice. Uh, And that's a 17. So 20. Well, there we go. Okay, so you feel that you have... uh, uh, Frodo yeah. your way through that room. Excellent. You can see Marzana is breathing shallowly. She's unconscious. You think? Give me a give me a medicine check, Sessions. Medicine. Okay, that that's not going to be particularly. I think it's just um, a straight intelligence check if you don't have proficiency. Is it wisdom? Isn't it? You're oh, it's wisdom. Yeah, it's wisdom. It's um. Cool. That's good. 21. 21, okay. So, yeah, you think that Marzana is unconscious rather than asleep. The wound to her face, the jaw wound, looks really pretty serious. It looks like it's going to take extensive therapy to fix, and you're not sure that just restoring her life energy would fix it. Yep. I think that's all I can tell you about her. She's just wearing travelling clothes. She's got no gear on her. Mm -hmm. Disappointing. Disappointing. Right, Cuthbertus. Cuthbert, it's your round. Cuthbert, you are conscious because of our new death save rule. You're not, you're prone. You're not able to stand. Okay. You're able to crawl. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a couple of options about how to play our house rule for death saves. One was that you just act normally, uh, the Boromir yeah. option, I think it was called. Um, yeah. And then the other one is that in, rather than that, you fall to the ground when you are felled. Uh, you're conscious until you have more failed death saving throws than passed. Yes. And mm-hmm. you can crawl, but you can't stand. You have to remain prone. That's effectively it. You're basically you're like a character in a story where you're trying to, you know, laugh. And you're saying we didn't we didn't go for the Boromir one. We went for the other one. You didn't go for the Boromir one. Um, the Boromir one has problems. If you're up and in the fight, you can as it be were, attacked. Yeah, and then yeah. any hit on you is two failed death saves. Yeah, so it's it's pretty brutal. Yeah, it's, the Boromir one is brutal. I mean, look what happened to Boromir. Well, yeah. Presumably somebody can do a medicine check on him now to stabilise him, right? Well, I can do a... Uh, I need to do a death-saving throw anyway, don't yes, I? Yes, so you need to start your round with a death-saving throw. That's, that is the thing. And right. if you fail it, you fall unconscious. Nice and simple. Well, let's, I'm rolling, so I get a 12. So you're still conscious and you've got one success. Yep. And we move on. Right, first of all, can you see... You can see out of this tiny hut. Yes, yes, we can. This creature it steps up to the uh shell shell yes it doesn't know it's not it's not super intelligent this thing yours can you see into the tiny hut i don't think no. you know it's opaque no. so, so it's so basically these three guys just disappeared yeah so well they, they, they these three well people, opaque doesn't mean sort of, invisible sort of dome has suddenly appeared i don't think this thing has got that kind of brain i mean it's not going to understand any of this it's just a crazed zombie thing it takes a step towards the dome and it sort of pushes itself up against it trying to work out what's going on i don't think there's much else to be said uh can cuthbert lying on the ground uh bug graph purple all give me a perception checks please purple gets a 19 purple gets a 19 that's good enough cuthbert gets an 18 okay um purple cuthbert you both spot the same thing what you spot Burple and Cuff, but should I roll for... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter about Bugraft. Is that... Do you remember the green worm that this uh, zombie fired at Cuthbert a few rounds ago? Last week, uh, this thing fired a worm at Cuthbert, which missed. Ah. It sort of flung a worm at Cuthbert. Anyway, you notice that this worm, which is still active and alive... Uh, and was only about five feet away, is uh, crawling its way towards the corpse of King Charles. Uh, difficult to tell how long it's going to take to get there. Mm-hmm. Not that long, you would think. In the, during the meanwhile, obviously, the other thing that happens this round is that the worm that's on Bugraft that was left on him when he was attacked with that attack okay. opportunity, it vanishes into him. Uh, yeah, I thought you said that but the bug graph would get around before. Yeah, I I made a mistake, but hey, um, it burrows into him. So which which one of you is telling Johnny you've killed his other character? It's fine. We'll think of something. Because it was an attack of opportunity, of course. It so happens that it gets to act um, on the. Oh well, thanks thanks for the steer. Zombies <laughs> turn. No, no, no. It's fine. Don't worry. Don't worry. Okay. You don't need to do it now. That's you just fine. do it. You yeah, yeah. Bug graph will burrow, get around. It burrows into him. <laughs> <laughs> and does he get to do anything? Uh, well, he doesn't get to do anything, do anything now because it's the turn of the lizard folk and all of the other assembled peoples. Mm-hmm. That's enough stuff over there. Uh, let's go back to um, Hillary's den. There is a shout and a figure 
emerges from the left-hand turning of the crossroads up towards the northwest. In other words, off to wherever it is, that odd turning that looks like it might lead out of the lair. Yes? Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, mm. A figure emerges. Uh, well, in fact, darts, I think, would probably be a better way of putting it. Comes running out of, the, uh, of that passageway. I mean, you'd, you'd inferred, deduced, whatever, that it was a passageway. Uh, in a state of high agitation and uh, mm -hmm. hustles up into the doorway, the, the well, rather the entranceway of Hillary's lair. Oh, no. And shouts, Hillary, it's ghastly. It's ghastly, Hillary. Ilfane's egg <laughs> looks like it's about to hatch and her guardians won't let us into the chamber. What are we to do? You hear a roar from this chamber to the east where you believe this figure Josh to be. But Hillary uh, just steps brazenly out into the room, says, Anushka, tell me more. Anushka. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Anushka points behind her and says, It's a disaster. Ilfane's egg. It's moving. It's it's opening. We need... They've been wormed, haven't they, the eggs? All we want to do is go and protect the clutch. But, but Ilfane's guardians are not letting us through. Artemis, Oscar, Hugo, Romilly, none of them, none of them could get in there. What shall I do? Shall I go and get Coco? Shall I go and get Fergus? <laughs> Hillary. How long have you been writing all these names? <laughs> uh, I'm on the website called 96 Posh Baby Networkers. <laughs> there are some fucking corkers on there, I have to say. Anyway, <laughs> Hillary says... You, know, you must be calm. Now, we, we have help. We have... At which point you're interrupted or they are interrupted by the arrival of this figure in the doorway from the east. This is clearly Josh. Oh, fantastic. This figure, um, uh, a male lizard folk, uh, appears in the doorway, the entranceway to the east, and bellows at them. What are you doing? What are you doing? Our lair is under threat. Why are you worrying about these details? Ilfane will protect us. Um, and Hillary turns back to Josh and says, Ilfay may protect us, but we must look after our own clutch. Quick, run, defend the king. He is under threat at the entrance of our lair. And that seems to have an effect on this Josh character who kind of growls and makes a d20 roll. Rolling a 16, that's a good number. Okay, that number is not good enough to see Sessions, who is tucked away with his 20 hide check. Yes? It is good enough to notice the head and shoulders, <laughs> uh, lighty up eyes and enormous eyebrows of Parker, who is in the pool. Josh seems admonished by uh, what Hillary says, and he uh, looks like he's about to sort of turn tail, but then gets a chance to see if he can see anybody in the room. Uh, I'm going to roll the 20 to see if he spots anybody. Rolling and nine for okay he doesn't see sessions parker you're, are you just standing there in the chamber well i was standing talking to hillary yeah, okay so he's i mean he sees you he looks at hillary he looks at you he goes who's this hillary goes this is a spirit that i have summoned to help guard the man <laughs> This is the point I go, hi. <laughs> Rolling a 19 on her deception check. And Josh uh, looks uh, long and hard at her, uh, looks at Parker, uh, and then clearly is satisfied by that lie. He turns and he stomps off to the east. 
and we move on to Parker. Oh, for fuck's sake. What are we going to do, Graham? I don't know. Well, we we sort of we have to stick somewhere because we can't get into the tiny hut. Johnny's never going to talk to us again. Not that we actually know it's being cast. Yes, there's nothing. Possibly we could actually run away back through the pool. Yeah. Well, we might want to. The only thing, other thing, I was wondering about is whether Hillary. Well, I, w- I was going to actually ask Hillary whether there was a pressing time issue about all of this, but it seems that there is. <laughs> that question should have been answered. So these figures are these are these are like midwives. They're kind of detailed Possibly, look, yeah. to look after Nurture. and guard the hatch. Probably we need to get back together. They don't. It makes more sense to explore rather than splitting the party. I mean, maybe what we could do is we we could ask Hillary if he knows somebody who could basically go and get the other members of our party. I mean, I don't know whether that would be a possibility. The other idea would be for me to run back round to the party, but then that leaves you on your own. We could see if we can take one or two of these hostages Yeah, with I us. don't think she's going to allow that. That's her bargaining mm. chip, right? So there's no way she's going to let the bargaining chip go. What would you like to do? You hear a voice from you go, Come on, Dido! He's under threat! So I say to Hillary, um, what do we... So I say to Hillary... What oh, do we... Um, yes, um, general, general term for everything. Say to Hillary, what can we do to help about with the eggs, first of all? Is that not the more pressing issue? Oh, Parker, you're very sensitive to our uh, requirements. Well, well, yes, I, I am worried about your companions. We do need to depose the king, but the eggs, the eggs must be my prime concern. Follow Can me. Can you send somebody to fetch our companions? Well, that's a super... Anushka, darling, you be an absolute <laughs> sweetie. The large green person here and our, his, his little companion have some friends who are out at the front door. You wouldn't be a honey and just pop off and go and get them, would you? Anushka goes, so, oh, that's so like you, Hillary. I'm not your dog's body, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, looks like she might agree. So, well, I'll... come on, hurry up! I want to do bugrass round when he gets eaten by a worm. Well, uh, there's nothing. I mean, so you know, we'll follow Hillary. Okay, so we'll move on to bugraft on sixteen. Bugraft is being run this round by rolling a d10, rolling a seven. That is just checking my little chart, uh, Lucas. Yeah, this oh, is good. No. Yeah, okay. How many questions have you got? Let's start with question one. <laughs> Work our well, way through. Let's be I guess Bugrass will try it. So this thing is burrowed into his arm or what? Let's so say can arm. he basically yeah. get a knife and dig it out? Uh, Chop his own arm off. Yes. You, yes. You, what we really need is a wisdom check or a medicine check. Wisdom. Yep. Right. What's well, if you have, if you have uh, proficiency in medicine, obviously that would be an advantage. You need to get in there with a sharp mm. instrument, uh, track the beastie under the surface of the skin and remove it. It will do some damage to the host. But you also feel that a certain amount of skill is required to do it okay. successfully. Well, I can... well, he doesn't have proficiency in medicine, but he does have a plus two so medicine roll. Who, Bugraft? Yeah. Yeah. So Bugraft can have a go himself... Uh, if you roll a d20, he can try and right, self-operate. Right, well, let's see what happens. Of course, it's going to be a terrible roll, isn't it? Never, never know. Never, oh, never a 15. Know. Plus two. It's a, a 17. Roll. For a 17. Okay. You do 1d4 points of damage on yourself. Yeah, roll go that on. Two. Why not? Uh, three points of damage. I haven't got his character okay. sheet. Who's tracking his character sheet? Me. That's six, oh, yeah. what you do. You successfully insert the point of... I mean, does Bugraft have a dagger on him? 
Otherwise, he has to find something sharp enough. Let's just presume that he can lay his hand on something suitable in a hurry. Does he have a dagger on him? Something he's picked up and not told anybody about. You know, <laughs> he's got. <laughs> Let's he just has, say the point. He has the a great sword. Sword. Yes, he's got the point of his greatsword. He he pushes his arm up against the point of his greatsword. He's I mean he's rolled the number. He's rolled the number. Whatever. I'm not going to get into it. He. Well, I've got a rapier that's sitting right. Exactly. It's so a bug rock. Something. Um, and he successfully excises this thing from right. him. Yep. And it flops out onto the ground and lies there, wiggling. And he's taken a little bit of damage. Uh, he's got a move action. The move it. action is to stamp on it. Well, that's interacting with an object. Yeah. You're not sure that will do it. What does he want to do? Does he want to take a move action? You can interact with an object. I'll tell you what. In, uh, can he not swing his great sword like a sort of golf wow, that club be and an try attack and action out of the tent? I kind of think that's an attack. I think he's he can he if he wants to mm. he wants to he can try and kick it out. Right. Um, you could try well, and kick it. Yeah. Out. I mean, you don't. You don't you have a sense that it, it would, it's so it's so lethal that it. You know, when you try and kick it, it sort of somehow inserts itself into your foot. I mean, it's. It had to hang out on his skin for a for a, a little bit of time before it could start burrowing. So, I'm going to call that. I think you do need to make an. A, yeah. You can throw it. Pull a torch from a sconce. Take a book from a shelf. Extinguish yeah, Donna Mask. Kick a, a small dexterity. stone. There you go. That is actually a... Yeah, give me a dexterity right, check. Right, dexterity check. Uh, well, I'll roll the d20 and Graham can tell me the bonus if it's necessary. A 60. That's going to be good enough. That's it's good enough. Two, okay, so you, so you hoof this thing out of the Lemon's Tiny Hut. Yeah. Away from the body of the thing yes. lying on the ground. Okay, so you kick it yeah. off to the north. Fine. And it sort of sploips into the swamp. Whether or not you ever see it again. Don't know. It was in the radius of the spell when it was cast, so it's perfectly entitled to come back in and seek shelter. <laughs> uh, um, the burps of the hurts. So the other one that you say is moving towards this body. How fast is it moving? You think uh, they're not running? They're not moving super fast. Sort of rock grub speed. In game terms, yeah. In game terms, game you terms. think it'll get there in its next action. Uh, the, then it would probably take it. Your experience so far is from then it's a, a, another turn before it gets to start to burrow. Yeah, that's not what I'm worried about. Oh. Um, Presumably, you can step outside, do a do a spell on it, and no. step back in again. It's out. It's outside or inside? I thought you said it was inside. No, so we got no, no. There, there, there are two worms um, in total. One of them yeah. missed. Cuthbert ages ago and is crawling towards the corpse of King Charles and I and I and that's what I thought you were asking about. That'll get there in its next. Yeah, but turn. I thought that too was inside them. So what? The dome. Where is, is that? it? In Where or is that? It's it's in the. Uh, oh, see, in terms of in terms of our map, dear readers, um, our three heroes are inside this lemon's tiny hut, and then just outside it, we have this zombie and the corpse of King Charles. The worm isn't inside lemon's tiny hut. It's on the ground, just to the north of King Charles's body, five feet away, in fact. To the north. Oh, right. Well, I can't get to it then. Uh, so in that case... Can't you step can't out of the hut, do a spell on it and step I can't in. leave the hut. I can't leave the hut. Oh, um, you leave the so area. I, oh, bloody hell, yeah. Okay. You could stabilise me. Yes, I will do a cure wounds on Cuthbert. Thank you kindly. For nine points de healing. Oh, that's fabulous. Thank you very much. That's my last spell. That's it. I'm out. Session Zeeper. I was wondering whether I can uh, use my medicine skill to um, to resuscitate the lying down. Marzana. Mm-hmm. 
You said she's unconscious, yeah? Yeah, she's unconscious. First of all, give me a medicine check in terms of your making an assessment. Mm, 16. 16 is good enough. You think that restoring or healing Marzana is going to have to be done magically, but that she might be revived from unconsciousness with non-magical means. If you would like, you know, you might be able to apply your healer's skills to bring her round, but it won't fix her. Mm -hmm. And how long do I think that would take? Um, you don't think it's something... It's like a long-term rest or something? No, no, no. You might be able to bring her around with a, with a quick intervention. What I'm really saying is that your medicine check works out that she's revivable. You just don't think that she's healable without magic. So, I mean, you could shout, you could shake her, you could do whatever. Well, all right. Okay, so I'll turn to Hillary and say, this, this poor person is unconscious. We must revive her at once. Um, before she lapses into death and is of <laughs> no use to you or me. Well, I have been tending to her. Um, one moment, she steps up. Let me see if I can revive her somehow. But we must hurry. We must hurry. We must attend to the eggs. To the Anything eggs? Else? Okay. No, Cuthbert. for me. Well, Cuthbert's a bit... You're healed? You're I'm healed. I've got nine, I've got nine hit the, points. Mm -hmm. Deal with the worm. At the very least, kick it away. There, is, there are been two worms. Away. One has just been kicked out to the north of you into the swamp by Bugraft. The other one is outside the oh, dome, yeah. just north of King Charles, and is heading towards you. Can, you can move out and in with impunity. <clears throat> okay. I need to move to it without going near the, the existing undead. Mm -hmm. Why don't I actually... Yeah, if we can... It doesn't look like we can just easily squash them. An action might do it. I don't know. You think you'd need to make an attack in order to yeah. kill it? an one. attack, yeah. yeah. I'll attack it with a short sword. Yes, but if you fail to kill it, it inhabits the body. I suppose it um, moves up. So you've got some kind of range effect. Fire? No. you got a torch or something? Perhaps I could lasso it and drag it along <laughs> behind me. Maybe you could train it. <laughs> yeah, I could just tie a little... Make a little harness for it. Yeah. Uh, saddle. Ride it into battle. Ride it into battle. Yeah, have you shrink yourself? Yeah, cast a diminution on yourself. Make yourself yeah. tiny, maybe the size of like a ladybird, and then ride around in a whole new perspective. In a whole new perspective, a whole new scale of everything, like a bug's life. And we just leave this story behind completely. Completely. Um, we start a whole new adventure. Uh, Cuthbert the bug, based around basically ten square foot. Yeah, Cuthbert rides around a, a little worm um, in a swamp for, you know, weeks and weeks and weeks. Uh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do, Cuthbert? I'm going to kick it. You're going to step up, stride out of the, of the dome, walk up to this worm and kick it off into the swamp. Hoof it off into Give the swamp. Give me a dexterity check. Don't fuck it up. A dexterity check. If you fuck it up, then, you know. Well, you know, it's the same as... So I'm going to roll a d20. Yes. You did uh, Getting a 17, and I'm going to add... Yeah, that's fine. Three. That's good getting enough. A 19. That's good enough. You've kicked it so far that you think that in the sort of frame of reference in which you're working, it won't be able to wiggle its way back to anything significant. It's been dealt with. Not, not this year anyway. No. Um, and we move on. And I go back in. Okay. Um, uh, this Anushka figure rushes off. Hillary uh, casts a spell. She Actually, what she does is she withdraws uh, or she draws a potion from her vestments. Yes. Um, looks at it. She's 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 going to uncork it and administer it, and then she just seems to hesitate. She sort of looks pensive for a moment. She recorks it and returns it to her vestments, and instead casts a cure wounds spell on 
Marzena healing her. Uh, now, what? Tell me about the thing. It's a D eight plus. Uh, somebody tell me what Kyoins does. D eight plus. Um, I know her spell one per something. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so rolling. Uh, okay, well she's healed Marzena uh, a few hit points, and Marzena. That's your spellcasting ability. Yeah, Marzena blinks. Her eyes kind of uh, blink open. She's gagged, and she sort of slightly frantically sort of turns her head back and forth, looking in a state of alarm. Sees Hillary leaning over her. Seems ambivalent about that. Sees Sessions uh, leaning over her. Looks completely nonplussed by that. Sees Parker looming over the other <laughs> side of the chamber and looks terrified. Um, Hillary has cast a spell. They have a move action. And they use that move action. They head off up towards where Anushka had come from. Yep. Uh, beckoning you forward. Come, come quickly. And we move on to Parker. You can Graham, follow. should I follow or should I wait for you? Well, let's. Why don't we see what's going on? We can always come yeah. back. The first thing I say I I do is I I try and give Marsena some kind of reassuring look, or say to her, "Don't worry, it's okay. We are friends of Hesty." Oh, okay. Well, there's a her eyes widen in recognition at that name, and she seems um yeah somewhat kind of calmed by that. Mm. If that's the case, then I will follow. So I will follow Hillary. Okay, so fine. Oh, sorry. Can I have one one oh. more question to Hillary? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not numbering them anymore. Don't worry. Um, I asked Hillary if they if there's something Lost strange about the eggs, whether they the eggs have been infested by worms. Does that mean anything to her? Uh, she gives you a very sharp look when you ask that question. And she says, well, why do you ask, Parker? Uh, you're looking down, by the way, as you follow her, you're looking down a passageway. There looks like there's a... It, it meanders off. Uh, it seemingly looks like it's about to exit the lair. Oh, that's a point. Can I see down that corridor now? Uh, yes. As you follow Hillary, you can see down the passageway. It seems to almost be exiting the lair, but heading down. It looks like it's a, it's it's dropping down into the mm -hmm. earth. Yeah, there's a little there's a little set of very rough steps uh, made as tree roots and branches run across the passageway. Little terraces filled with earth and that drops down. And, and it what goes about off into to darkness. the northeast? I should be able to well, see. Well, you're looking up. Uh, you you've got a closer look at this chamber that I described um, to you earlier. It looks like some kind of throne room. Luke uh, Parker, it's uh, there's like a raised throne-like area at the north end of the chamber. Yeah, built out of wooden animal bones. Um, the ground is stained with blood. There's a small pool of water. It's just off to the side of the throne. It looks like it's maybe got something living in it. Little fish or little something. Okay, That's what about to the northeast? The passage. You can see, you can hear Anushka, you presume, descending a set of little uh, terraced steps and, and, and disappearing into the darkness yeah, of the lair. But I can pocket. see 60 foot, can I? Down that path. Uh, you, can see, you can see the steps. Oh, I see. see the, right. You can see the ceiling of the, no, of the passageway descending and then the, okay. you lose it on the angle. Right. Yep. You can hear the sounds of more lizard folk that way. Okay. Sounds of agitation. Right, finally, Bugraft. Um, being controlled this turn by uh, me. Bugraft leaps out of the uh, <laughs> Lemon's tiny hut. Grabs <laughs> hold of the worm that it can see on the yeah. ground just there and, and eats it. Eats it. Yeah. 
Bugraft. What's Bugraft gonna do? Uncle Buggy is. Uh, how many hit points has Uncle Buggy got? He has uh, 31 hit points. He's in pretty decent nick. What do we think? Is Uncle Buggy gonna run out and try and take on this zombie, or is he gonna, or is he gonna hide inside the? Um... Well, well, he has to attack or be damaged, or his rage ends. I assume last round hacking at himself and taking damage counts. It tells, right. us, tells me everything he wants. No, does attacking anybody, um, Dan, affect his ability to be protected by the thing? Oh, but if he leaves it, he no. If he leaves it, he can return to it, right? Correct. Okay. What um, Bugruff will do is he will step through Cuthbert into the square and out out of the dome into the square next to this zombie, and he will welly at it with his great sword. Rolling a seven, hitting armor class fourteen. Have I got that right, Graham? Yes, that's and probably that a hit. is a, a hit on this zombie creature. He does two d six plus four damage. Um, rolling a four and three is seven, doing eleven points of damage on this thing. Yep. Uh, he does uh, plus four. Yep. Plus, if he's raging, he should do another plus two, I think. Oh, and another plus two. Okay, fine. Done that. 13 points of damage overall on this thing. And then he steps back through Cuthbert and back into a safe space inside the chamber. Yeah. And this thing can try and have an attack of opportunity on him, I suppose. But when he leaves the threatened square, he's in Cuthbert Square, right? And Cuthbert Square is inside the dome. So he, this thing can't attack him. Reasonable? Yeah. Sounds good to me. I mean, it seems. I mean, it's a bit rulesy, but I can't see yeah. that we can really kind of interpret it any other way. And we move on to purple, purple herpish on eleven. So, what happened with the worm? Okay, there are two worms. Worm yes. one was kicked away. Was kicked what away to the to north, the out of the dome by Bugraft when he chopped it out of himself. It's yeah. it, and he kicked it far enough away that you don't think you're going to have to worry about it. Yeah. Worm two was the worm that was approaching King, the body of King Charles, and Cuthbert kicked that also far enough away that you don't think you're going to have to worry about it anymore. Right. So no further worms, Your Honour. No worms to turn. Okay. Well, I can't. Uh, I can't really do anything. I've got no spells left other than cantrips. I'm going to do a blade ward on myself. I mean, this yeah, undead thing is still just sort of looking at the dome and snarling and sort of standing around looking crazy. Well, a question then mm. is if the purple was to stand effectively next to it but within the force and I was to stand next to Bugrath but outside, would I gain the benefits of a sneak attack with him being within five? <laughs> uh, no, because you have to threaten the uh, target. And he wouldn't threaten it if he was inside the shell because he wouldn't be able to attack it. And the target wouldn't be distracted by uh, Bugraff because or Burple because yes. he couldn't see them. Oh, okay. Uh, nothing I can think of. So I'm going to start a long rest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fine. Out with the deck chair. Yeah. Uh, eye mask. Headphones. Well, oh, eight hours. So. Yeah. Sessions. Back in the other side. Okay. Uh, back in the other side. Uh, Malene is now up, yeah? Well, she's awake, but and she's... I mean, she's awake. tied up, right? I'll untie her. Fine. Want to do anything else? That's an action. You've got a move action remaining. Uh, and then I will say we're going to just check what's happening with these eggs. She nods. I mean, have you ungagged her? Yes. Okay. She nods and she goes, Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Try untying your friend. Okay. Anything, are you going to move on following Parker and Hillary? Yeah, I'll move around the corner and up to where uh, Parker okay, is. Okay, and back outside the lair with Cuthbert. Back outside the lair with Cuthbert. Cuthbert's going to take 
He's going to move 10 foot to the west, so he's standing outside. Standing over the body of King Charles. Standing over the body of King Charles to take an attack. Looking trident there, Cuthbert. Ooh. And can you give me a, an intelligence check, Cuthbert, when you're standing over the body of King Charles? <laughs> I know, we tried this before. We tried this last week. <laughs> intelligence check. Rolling a one. <laughs> okay. No, don't worry. Right. What do you want to do? Uh, you want well, to have a, have a swipe one. at this thing? I'm going to have a swipe at this thing. Go for it. Off you go. I'm going to start with the short sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, rolling a two for a nine. Okay, I miss. Nine's miss. Then I will attack with a rapier. Mm-hmm. Hitting on plus 21. That's a hit. Yep. Doing massive five points of damage. Mm-hmm. And then I'm stepping back inside the force. Okay. But s- Okay. There's no attack. I don't see the no no attack of opportunity. We could use your cunning action to use the disengage action if you. If, if you. I couldn't because that's a bonus action. I've attacked twice. Oh, I see. Okay, well, benefit the doubt. Being yeah, honest, you can step back inside. Fine. Okay. This thing looks is now looking tolerably damaged. You think, and it looks enraged and sort of slightly bewildered. It's now thumping. It's it's slamming its arms onto the outside of the dome. <laughs> yeah, because it keeps, okay. it's being tormented by these figures that emerge from nowhere, stab it, and then disappear with it. <laughs> Marvelous. Uh, I think, it I spends think Dan, his action uh, prowling around the outside of the dome, slamming on it. Yep. Dan, I think we've found a potential interesting way of attacking things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's quite a thought. Anyway. Until somebody with a dispel magic comes along. Don't, don't, don't. Just don't give him ideas. And then uh, let's go back to Hillary, who leads you off down this passageway, chaps. You realise when she's about sort of 15, 20 feet past the bottom of these steps that the slope is going down and that she's heading underwater, that it becomes submerged. And you see her wave you forwards mm-hmm. yeah, and then disappear under the surface. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hmm. She sort of nods encouraging, reassuringly at you. I, I think I should be clear. Yeah. She seems to be trying to communicate. It's okay. Insight it's okay. check. Me. Just sure. in case. Why not? Yeah. Um, that will be a 12, 17 in total. Yeah, I man. Your sense is that, that you, you, you were reading her correctly. She seems to be being honest right. with you. Okay. Well, and she seems to be communicating to you, A, to follow, and B, that it's all going to we'll be fine follow. if you do. Okay, so Parker, you follow. Yeah, um, and we'll pick up things up when Sessions follows as well. Uh, Bugroff being controlled in this turn by Paul. No, not again. Yeah. That's just not fair. You want me to do it? I'm perfectly happy to. I think it's Graham's turn to run Bugroft. Well, I thought the idea was we were going to roll a dice. And also, yeah. go, go with the random generator. Yeah, so it's you. All right. I mean, all he needs all to do right. is step outside this thing. Yes, that's what he's going to do. He's going to step outside... And he's going to do a hitting arm plus 14. Uh, is a hit. And his damage is... What's his damage dice? It's 2d6 plus six. Uh, 6, he does. 2d6 plus... Oh, you're turning into Johnny. Just roll six. 2d6 and add 6 to the number. I am just doing that. 9. Okay, so 15. I'm doing 15 points of damage on it. Yeah. You seem to have... Give me an intelligence check, Bugroft. What's his intelligence well, Graf's intelligence yeah, is not is doesn't, doesn't matter because he rolled eight. Three. So at that point, but it's actually a two. So he's going to then step back in. Yeah. 
to the protection. Uh, Burple, it's your turn. Uh, well, I'm going to continue my long rest. And if Sessions follows Parker and Hillary down this passageway, we can move you to a different map. Uh, okay. I mean, reluctantly, I will follow Hillary and yeah. Parker. Well, I follow Parker. I'd rather stay near Parker, to be honest. So, Got it. Okay. Um, Sessions, Parker, you submerge yourselves and kick off underwater in the direction that you saw Hillary go. It turns out that you're in a submerged passageway. It's about 10 feet <laughs> wide, do you think? There's the last vestiges of light coming down through the surface as you submerge yourselves. Then it becomes properly dark, but you kick on, uh, and it turns out to only be the journey of, oh, 40, 30 or 40 mm-hmm. feet. Yep. Before you realize that the, the earthen, swampy floor beneath you is rising, and you emerge onto into a passageway. Uh, we're, I'm just going to lay out a new map for you. Uh, Ooh. Oh right, right. Uh, let me describe what you alien. Oh, oh my god! So yeah, <laughs> uh, let me describe what you can see as you emerge from the water. You are in a passageway. Yeah, you, you continuing to head. You think um, you've, you've clearly gone down a way out of the lair, and then you've come back up into some enclosed space. The structure seems to be the same as the lair itself. Yes, mm-hmm. there is a a wall of stacked rocks that kind of make up the south corner this you're in a in a passageway that opens out steadily into a chamber it's a giant chamber i mean it must be 70 or 80 feet across and it is semi-submerged it looks like it's submerged in water for the first x number of feet but you're in a passageway that bre- that opens out into this chamber, and the the the, orig- the initial kind of approach to the pool, which is in the middle of this chamber, is like a little beach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the corner of that area, the the last bit of the of the passageway, as it broadens out before it hits the pool, there's a stack of rocks, and there is some kind of struggle going on. There are a group of lizard folk. They seem to be in a fight with what looked like winged small odd little creatures you could say they look a little bit draconic um Mm -hmm. they've got little wings and they've got crossbows and they've got spears and they're in a fight with some lizard folk who clearly are trying to get past them into the pool now the pool itself is the reason that the lizard folk are in such a state of agitation the roof is of intertwined mangaroo roots and trunks uh, this shallow water that I described is no more than a few inches deep, covering the floor. It's lapping at the bottom of hundreds of tiny, pale, leathery eggs. But looming over all of the little eggs that are immersed, like a kind of malignant gargoyle, is a huge, I mean, it's not man sized, but it's certainly halfling or dwarf sized, black egg. The top of it is petaled but it's closed, yes? Like Alien. Is that that one there? Mm. On the one towards towards the north. Towards the north is a sort of larger circle. Yeah, so towards the north of the pool, on a sort of shelf near the edge of the chamber, there's this giant egg. Black, leathery. uh, It looks like the top of it might open. In fact, it looks like the top of it might almost be twitching open as you observe it. On the far side of the pool, past all of these eggs, there is another shore, the other shore of the pool. It looks like that leads onto a wide hallway and there's a dirt embankment on the other side of the pool. And on that embankment, there are three wooden chests. Past them, 
that corridor seems to head off and be immersed again in water. Yep. Uh, and let's go back up to Cuthbert outside. Cuthbert is going to head south. He's going to step up the down, head south on the basis that he can then go back in after his attacks. Yeah, okay. So, so he's, doing, he's following the same strategy, yep. which is that he steps out of the dome, same has an attack on this yeah. creature, and then and then hides back inside the dome again. Yeah, so that's short a, sword yep. doing arm, hitting hit. arm class 17 yep. is a hit. Oh, sorry, ignore this. Ignore that one. Sorry. Short sword doing this damage. Ooh, 10 points of 10 damage. 10 points of damage. Can you give me an intelligence check? As always, it's uh, this minus one, no, which okay. will be Nothing a four. To worry about there. Is there anything else for you to be doing? There will be a rapier oh, attack. Yeah. Uh, I'm class eight, and, it... and then you dart back inside again. And then I dart back inside again. Okay, uh, this thing uh, is infuriated. I'm just going to make a randomy roll for this thing because it. I think it's worked out that it just can't harm you. It starts staggering off into the swamp a bit. Yep. Howling, okay. growling, wildly sort of swinging its gaze about. It starts sloshing off. It's sort of looking over its shoulder occasionally at this dome, but it doesn't want to be... It's being tormented by the creatures within it, and it looks like it seems to have one thing driving it. Your guess is that that is to infect other things, and it can't do that. So it's sloshing off into the swamp. Um, and we pick the act activity up with Parker. What do you want to do? Um, the yellow things are the winged creatures. Okay. And the um, what and you pink could, things uh, are the lizard, lizard men. Lizard men. Yep. So, what you can, uh, yeah, so looking at this new map, Parker, there is a cluster of lizard folk. They're the ones that I've marked with yellow bases. And then hedging them away from the pool is this little gaggle of little um, winged mini creatures with spears and crossbows. They're the ones I've marked with pink bases. Oh, okay. So the opposite way around to Hillary. Yes, Sorry, because I'm I had to do it confused. on the fly. Um, so free action to ask mm -hmm. uh, Hillary, shall we attack these winged creatures? I honestly don't understand what's going on. Um, these little guardians were sent to us by Ilthane, who was so kind to organise this hatchery for us and to leave her egg with us as a sign of good faith. But now they seem to have turned on us. All we want to do is protect the eggs if the if the Lear is under invasion. Ilthane is uh, Ilthane had a had a sway over King Charles. She's a, a dragon, a giant black dragon. And her oh. egg uh, she has left as a sign of good faith. But it, it seems like uh, that good faith has been misplaced by us because her guardians are preventing us reaching the eggs. Oh, so the dragon hatches, eats the eggs of the other thing. Don't worry. She's far too high a challenge rating for you to face her during this part of the adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Just her, her, her hatchling. I mean, if our oh. lives were written out as a, as a story of old, perhaps you would encounter her in perhaps chapter, I don't know, six, chapter seven. <laughs> <laughs> when you mentioned green worms earlier, we had a clutch of our eggs was lost to these little green infestations, these little green worms. And we've always blamed Evenstar for that. And Ilthane reinforced that view and, and very kindly organized this new hatchery for us. Now I don't know what to believe. Yes, I don't think Evenstar's responsible. Uh, it's the... Um, this story has more twists and turns than twisty turny. <laughs> this is why we launched our attack on the keep. Yes, I think that was a mistake. We could help yes. you here, but we would need our our, our friends to be returned Absolutely. to us. Absolutely. Once we, once Charles is dealt with, I think I can persuade our our tribe to to 
to adopt the ways of peace. But the eggs, the eggs must be preserved. They must be saved. I'm sure our friends will will deal with Charles one way or the other. They sound ever so um, heroic. They are potent. (laughs) Potent. (laughs) Sounds a bit wrong, Graham. (laughs) Quick glance at Graham. Shall I pile in here? Or I think this is... Yeah, I mean, we're, again, we're taking yeah. liberties with the action economy because there's so much conversation and whatever. But is is there actual fighting going yes. on? Or are yes, they, yes, yes. Uh, they're, fi- they're, they're, they're fighting. Well, okay. it's, it's like it's kind of hold me back fighting at the moment. The little creatures with wings and little spears are flapping about holding these lizard folk back at spear point and these lizard folk are kind of blustering and trying to push on you don't know that people have come to blows yet uh-huh. it's more like that kind of it's that it's like a standoff it's like that face-off thing that you get in demonstrations okay yeah? but so oh. my appraisal is that the egg is going to hatch and it's going to want to eat they're making sure that the lizard folk can't get to it so that it gets and has some food so rather than fending off against these dragons, if we're going with the if we're going all in with the lizard folk, then we've got to start killing these winged dragonlets. Mm-hmm. I think we've had an. I mean, even with the loose approach we're taking at the moment, Parker, it's your round. Right. So I will run down the passageway through the lizard folk to yes. one of these dragons and attack it. Okay, it's not a dragon, it's like a little winged, uh, it's like a humanoid, winged humanoid figure. It's just got a sort of draconic uh, nature to it. Okay, right, attack. So, actions. So, first of all, the uh, attack mm-hmm. will be the shillelagh, which is uh, uh, a miss, I'm guessing, is a seven. Uh, yes, that is a miss <laughs> after all of that. And then just need to no no I just need to check how many key points I've got left. Uh, Where was that? Yes, I've got enough key points, so I will do a flurry of blows. So that means the unarmed strike. Hang on, is plus six. That's another d20. The one unarmed strike is a twenty. That's a hit. Yeah, absolutely. Doing. Uh, six points of damage. You kill it. Oh, right. Yeah, you you slay it. It's just it's clearly not a particularly um, potent creature. Okay, then on the second creature that is to the yeah, on to my the south of it. to yeah. my left of on it, left, yeah. uh, that's another unarmed strike. Is a fifteen. Is a hit. Is a hit doing uh, four points of damage. And you kill that one as well. Okay. Oh, right, the, uh, there we go. That's uh, my uh, round. The emboldened <laughs> lizard folk behind you. I think we, I think we established that we're talking about Romilly, Rufus, um, <laughs> Guy, and Hugo. I Turbot. think it was. Are emboldened and they go <laughs> as you assist, and we move back outside the lair to our other story with uh, Uncle Buggy, who in this round is being controlled by me. No, no, oh. by Paul. <laughs> Hi, Paul. Paul, what do you want to do with Uncle Bugraft? I mean, no, no, don't, no. Be careful what you say here. I want to keep him very safe. Um, I think, not metagaming, I think he's going to wait because we are in this nice, safe place. Right. And Burple's decided to take a long rest. Yeah, and so Burple is also going to be waiting. I presume it's Burple's round on 11. Yeah. Yeah, we've got nothing to immediately attack. Uh, So let's go back inside. These little group, Cuthbert, Burple and Bugraft, are hunkered down inside this dome, correct? Yes. Outside the lair. Okay, well, that's kind of all we need to know. We can go back inside. 
uh, to the egg chamber where it is sessions round sessions turn to act uh, Ooh, um okay well um you've got hillary right in front of you and then you've got a kind of gaggle of lizard folk who look like as soon as the initiative clock counts round will be throwing themselves at these uh, little draconic winged creatures. Yeah, I'm going to uh, pick one of the draconic winged creatures. One uh, right next. The one in the middle. You're going to pick one in the middle? <laughs> okay. You're straight gonna... sort of the best line of sight. I think I can see here. Yeah. I might have to move a little Got further it. forward yep. to do it. And I will do uh, Toll the Dying Tumbling Dice on him. He has to make a saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. He fails at a saving throw. How much damage do you do on him? Uh, he does eight points. You, point you damage. slay him with your spell. Um, Cuthbert, are you hunkering down inside the dome? No, Cuthbert's going to trot back over to the uh, dead king. Yes. And is going to pick up the trident. Fine. Bring the whole body back. Uh, oh, you can't yeah. do that because it was outside the. Uh... It's dead. Yes, I can't do that. It's dead. It's dead. I suppose all right. I will okay. um, take the trident and I will drag the body back in so we can examine it further. Also, its colleagues won't be able to see it. As you do so, mm-hmm. a lizard folk comes running up the passageway out of the lair. Okay. I whip round rapier at the ready. Oh, God. You. She seems bemused. You think she might have seen the dead figure of her king disappearing into into an opaque dome of force. And that's all she saw. <laughs> so she sort of stops dead nice. still in the entrance, looking at this looking at this dome, saying, Well I think I've just seen the damnedest thing. <laughs> she sort of Piers at this dome. Uh, is Piers another one? Or uh, no, Piers is already dead. Um, and says, "Hello, uh, are hello." You, are you responding? Yes. What, 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 what manner of thing are you? Uh, I'm Cuthbert. You're a lizard person, aren't you? I'm. I, well, I'm one of the lizard folk. I'm one of the Twisted Branch tribe. But you seem to be a dome. Um, no, I'm not a dome. I'm in the, the dome. Oh, I see. You want to stick your head out of the dome and then just oh, two hands. <laughs> it looks like a dome with a head and a I thought I was imagining things. Uh, you must be the heroes that I've been sent to summon by my friend oh. Hillary. Um, you don't, you've not met Hillary, but follow no. me now, quickly. <laughs> and she uh, beckons you into the lair. Okay. Do we have time for a quick search? Is it search true? Is he dead? Is is Charles dead? I killed him. I killed him with my own hands. Lucas is finding the accents more funny than well than they are. Uh, yeah. I'm just no. I'm just imagining in a in a visual world, fifties black and white movie style. I like to think of them as well, and they'd all walk around having holding pipes. I like to think of them as a sort of rundown <laughs> rural. Uh, the, the the rundown rural upper class, yes, those ones that live in those yeah. ones in reality, Channel Five reality shows that live in uh, stately homes where there is sort of there is um, plywood up in the windows mm. and lots of leaks in the roof and they can't afford to fix it and it's and they're always wondering whether they can sell their place yes, to the or, national yes. trust. Or, yeah. <laughs> 
Yes, you know, we could we could do a tea Precise. room and then exactly. and then there'd be a that, gift shop. That's what I was thinking. A damp, leaky lair out in the wilderness, uh, populated by these. Don't bite Mr. Simpkins. He's just very bitey at this time of year. Um, right. Anyway, so yes, she's uh, beckoning you into the lair, and we move on back. We move back to the uh, egg chamber, and Parker, it's your. Uh, oh no, it's not. Uh, it's not yet. We move back to the egg chamber, and it's the attack of the little winged wigglers. They strike against the lizard folk and Parker. One of them zips up to Parker and attacks Parker with its spear, rolling a four. I have to admit, <laughs> I'm a little underwhelmed by these creatures. I didn't really fully appreciate how awful they were. Anyway, that's the end of that one. Um, and there are only three of them left. Another one pops up. Uh, swoops down and attacks one of the lizard folk, uh, rolling an 11, hitting hitting one of the lizard folk and wounding it slightly. And then the last one also strikes against one of the lizard folk. So a couple of the lizard folk were minorly wounded by one of these little winged creatures. And the lizard folk strike back. The one that was just attacked uh, slashes out with its club, hitting this uh, creature and... Uh, killing it outright straight away the one that's sort of next to Parker but not the one that Parker was attacking and then the th- and then the, uh, the lizard folk the other lizard folk that was attacked by uh, misses its uh, little winged creature um, and, but they swarm up and I think we can make I'm gonna make a couple of dice rolls we're just gonna do this quickly one two yeah okay rolls of damage this is all could be sort of all slightly abstracted Parker the little creature that was on you has been killed uh, by one of these lizard folk and finally uh no okay and the other one survives the other thing that happens though is that over to the north side of the egg chamber this large leathery black egg that's raised above the others the the four quadrants at the top of it start to peel open like the petals of a flower ever so slowly yes there's that as the as the icor spreads in little strands between the different the, between the tips as it opens yes it is just this is alien this is alien basically and you hear screechy violins all start to run in the background and out from the top of this egg casing you see something start to emerge some kind of form uh, it could be uh it's, it's gonna be rod hollanine you yeah it could be, you were thinking what is it it's in the, it's in the shade is it is it the first claws of a but it's not it's what it is is it's hundreds maybe thousands of little green worms that oh start no clambering out of the top of this egg uh, and it's scuttling, slithering down its sides and into the pool towards the other eggs. And we'll pick it up next time. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it would go. No. <laughs> Good luck, guys. Well, so, um, Dan, how long does the Lemon's Tiny Hut thing last? Eight hours. Oh, yeah, we could... The Billowing Hill 
Hilltop Podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. Encounter at Blackwall Keep and Age of Worms are copyright by Encounter at Blackwall Keep was written by Sean K. Reynolds. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening! Thousands of green worms, guys.